Hello and welcome to a special edition of AHP's Off The Record. My name is Enna. And my name is Jo. And this is a particularly special episode for two reasons. So firstly, it's officially one year since we released our first podcast. And secondly, this is our second year being involved with Virtual Health Careers Conference. Exactly, it has been an eventful year. This is our 12th podcast episode, including our AHP's Day special, and we've expanded our team. So we now have five ambassadors helping us to promote allied health professionals and the great work we do. One of whom we will be interviewing a little later on in this podcast. And we are very excited to work alongside Health Education England for this year's Health Careers Live Aspiring Focus Conference. One of our main aims when we started this podcast and our social media platforms was to spread the word about what AHPs do to students and provide an honest insight into what we do and how we got there. By doing this, we hope to encourage students to consider studying some of our professions. And that seems to be very much in keeping with what Health Careers Live is all about. So we thought, why not record a podcast with the people who created it to tell us a bit more about the day? We are thrilled to be joined today by Raj, Sunny, George and Meghna from the Health Careers Live team. Exactly. Um, it would be great if you guys could introduce yourselves and tell everyone a little bit about what your current job role is and your role within Health Careers Live. Raj, would you like to start first? Yeah, it's so great to be here today. Congratulations on your first anniversary. Yeah, great to, to actually meet up after the conference last year. Um, so my name's Raj. I'm a junior doctor. I'm currently uh, in ED um, so on a very chaotic rotor. Um, and I helped found the, the programme in 2017. Um, so a bit about the, the programme. It was really yeah, born from the fact that actually the health profession isn't very representative of the society it serves but also that there's a real issue around access to careers in health and care and we all know how difficult it's been to get work experience and and to connect with people within within the NHS or within the profession uh, that we've chosen to pursue. Awesome and Sunny? My name's Sunny. Um been part of Health Careers Live since 2017 um, and um, I come from um, a non-healthcare background, um, really from events and um, I look after the project and event delivery and um, the experience that was face-to-face um, in 2017 and uh, 2019 um, went um, digital last year and we saw the creation of the Virtual Health Careers Conference. It's uh, an exciting portfolio to work on. It's um, amazing to be inspiring um, the future healthcare um, heroes and also current healthcare students and professionals. Look forward to chatting with everyone. Amazing. And George? Hi, I'm obviously George. I'm a paramed- well, student paramedic by background. I've just finished my degree at Liverpool John Moores University. And so I'm waiting for my registration to come through at the moment before I start work as a paramedic later on in the summer. Um, I've been involved with Health Careers Live for my second year now. I got invited last July to speak by Raj about my journey to becoming a student paramedic um, and sort of speaking at the aspiring side of the conference about getting into the career and the profession. So it's really nice to be able to follow that through and and then help to organise the conference this year. 
and ultimately give something back to people that are in a position that I was in a few years ago myself. So I'm really looking forward to this year's events and hopefully shedding light on some of the lesser known areas of healthcare. Awesome. And last but not least, Megna. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having us. So yeah, my name is Megna and I'm currently a medical student and taking some time out to do a degree in law. And I've been working with Raj and George and Sunny for a few years now and we've put on a few great conferences and they're very rewarding and well attended. So yeah, quite excited to be hosting another one. <laughs> the first question that we're going to ask is, what is Health Careers like for those that don't know about it? Yeah, Health Careers Live is um, it's something that has been uh, in existence in 2017. So at the time, uh, going back to uh, going back a few years now, I'm originally from Manchester and I was training in London, and I saw that actually there was a lot of opportunity in London, uh, particularly with a lot of the Royal Colleges, the professional associations being headquartered there. I just thought there was, you know, some, something happening every day. And when I compare that to maybe how things were in other parts of the country, I didn't really see the same opportunity extended. So the idea really came about uh, that actually it it was worth doing something um, like a national conference to bring together that ecosystem, to bring together organisations such as the regulators, Health Education England, the NHS higher education institutions all together um, so aspiring healthcare students and professionals can can access those opportunities and learn more about the various, the various careers in health and care. What initially I thought would be, you know, 250 people turning up on a, on a Saturday um, ended up being over a thousand, uh, over a thousand coming in person because of pre-pandemic. Now it feels like a an odd thing saying that, having so many people together in one place. And, and it was a really, really rewarding day. Lots of great feedback from it. BBC News ended up coming on the day and filming. And it was, uh, yeah, just a, a, a really rewarding thing to do. And since then, things have grown, particularly during the pandemic. Quite early on, we decided that actually we really need to we need to do even more than we have been doing to support aspiring healthcare students, uh, particularly with work experience opportunities, unavailable or cancelled, open days and lots of the usual in-person events and support opportunities cancelled. So Sonny actually suggested very early on, actually, this is an opportunity for us to do something online and to, to share that know-how that network and the usual support that be there in person. Uh, so last year we had the, the first virtual health careers conference and we then had a, another conference in, in November. Uh, of course, Joe and Anna, you were part of them and uh, mm -hmm. it was really great to have you on, on the keynote stage showcasing your journeys um, to, the, to the thousands of attendees that tuned in. Uh, so last year, I think we had over 6,000 people registered from 101 countries. Uh, and it was, yeah, just amazing to see how everyone came together to, to create this. Uh, really lucky to, to be part of a team that's so enthusiastic, committed, you know, showcasing all the different 
you know, they're over 350 roles, aren't they, in the NHS? But all those varied, unique career pathways that uh, that people can aspire towards, and hopefully we can support them to uh, pursue what they're interested in. I think it sounds so valuable. Definitely, when I was applying for my um, for my course, there wasn't really any information um, that was sort of being directed towards lots of students about all the different opportunities within healthcare. It was all, you know, medicine, nursing. That was pretty much it. So I think it's, it's such an incredible beast that you've created, really, to, to really try and get the word out about all those different opportunities available. And thanks so much for, for joining us on this journey, because as we all know, uh, it's, uh, I mean, I think it's, 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 a, it's a given, really, isn't it, in the NHS that we do go um, we do do things after hours. We do things uh, in our own time because we're passionate about what we do. It's only because of people like yourselves that are actually you know, going out there and showcasing what it means to, to 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 work in the NHS and to do the jobs that we do that others can find out. So really grateful for the opportunity to be part of today's podcast, but also for all the work you've both been doing to support you know the, the future NHS that's our pleasure and we know there are various health careers live events this year and what are the goals and aims of the aspiring focus conference so one of our main goals that Raj was touching on is really to widen participation into the health and care fields and like we were saying there are a lot of inequalities in terms of application so we really want to have sort of one resource that everyone can come to and take away you know whatever they need from it really so we really try to talk about the, some of the traditional routes into these fields, but also some of the slightly atypical ones, which are now becoming more popular, actually. So things like apprenticeships, um, we have a great talk on that. And we really want to showcase how you know amazing each of these different careers are, but also how accessible they can be. Um, another thing we're doing in terms of work experience to help students with their application is having a dedicated hub which they can go through and reflect on all of the talks that they're seeing and actually write these down and get some accreditation for for what they've done and they can essentially use these um, little booklets in their application process later on I don't know if anyone else wants to jump in on that yeah, I was, I was going to say I suppose what Raj and Magnus you know touched on there about getting work experience I found it difficult before I started my course and that was in non-COVID times you know I was fortunate enough to to do some things outside of healthcare and to get some experience in the healthcare setting in a local hospital and of course that's all sort of on, on hold now um, and actually as a as a current student or particularly you know last year when everything was really hotting up I was struggling to get some of the experiences that I needed as part of the course so we do really appreciate that it's difficult for people but the you know universities still need to have applicants and, and apprenticeships still need to have applicants that have got that experience and if we can bring that together for people and present that to them in their own homes you know it's free to access for all the delegates um, I think it's a great thing to be able to sort of make up for what they're missing out on in terms of practical experience and there's roles in healthcare that I didn't know about and I still don't know about you know in enough detail because ultimately you're never going to know it all and that's coming from someone in a healthcare family but I think the good thing about the virtual health careers conference is people can sort of swap between different sessions and 
if they don't particularly know what to, what type of experience they need to get, then they can get sort of a broad range of experiences out of it on the day. And hopefully that'll help them down the line rather than it just being people who know exactly where they want to go and how they want to get there. We can open people's eyes to what's actually available. That was actually one of the things, one of the questions that we got asked quite a, quite a bit when we spoke last year from um, the kind of prospective students. There was a lot of what kind of work experience can I do? Um, how can I how can I show that I'm interested in this particular like, profession? What would it look like on an application? And I think we basically said that with healthcare and and in in general, really, you'd need to have not just specifically healthcare related skills. It's having those wider experiences that you can get in terms of um, if you've like previously worked in a pub, for instance, or if you've been like helping out the elderly or volunteering during this during this time. There's a lot of things that you can have as as work experience. And we said actually attending and showing that you've attended the Health Careers Live Conference in itself is great to put on an application to say that you've attended. It shows that your it shows your commitment that you've taken your time out on a weekend to be able to look to look into these professions because you care so much. Yeah, so we're really trying to give everyone the opportunity to get more of an insight into all of these careers. So I'm glad. <laughs> we're a little bit biased because we're we're AHPs or we're part of the AHP family, Allied Health Professionals. And we were just wondering, why do you think it's important to promote um, particularly AHP roles? So I'll take this one. And then if anyone else wants to jump in, then feel free. I suppose... I'm from an AHP background myself, you know, from being within the paramedic profession. And I suppose for me as a, a, you know, being from a paramedic background, that's one of the more well-known sort of AHP um, roles. But there are so many out there that that are perhaps, you know, less well-known. And I think to be able to highlight all of that on one platform in one day and have such big, um, big organisations out there pushing that, you know, such as the GMC and, and Health Education England and really pushing it out there to to get people's aware of, of what's actually available is fantastic. From my experiences speaking last year as a, as a, as a student in Allied Health Professional, it was great. And to be working now alongside people from the medical profession, nursing profession, midwifery, you know, physios like yourselves, there's all sorts of people all having that input. And ultimately, it's the same as patient care. You know, one patient will meet so many people throughout their patient journey, whether it's me in their home to all the way through Raj and Amy, you know, seeing whoever it is and then finishing up with people like you helping with that recovery. If we can bring all that together in highlighting those roles, not only does it allow people to to pick the career that truly suits them, but we can sort of bring together that team spirit before people have already started their course started training towards the future roles and I think that's one thing that I took away from speaking last year and that's why it's a real privilege to carry on and be involved with the organization is that it is a real team sport you know there's no there's no single profession or role that's more important than another in healthcare and ultimately we're there for the patients and I suppose in the conference we're there for the delegates and to bring them through into that family is is one of the aims of the game. Perfect. And actually, what would be quite good to know is obviously there's been, a, I mean, this last couple of years has been pretty intense due to the pandemic and 
everyone's had to change their way of working, um, including the way that you guys, you've touched on it, the way that you guys have done this conference. It would be great to hear from you, Sunny, just a, a little bit about the changes that needed to be done because of the pandemic and kind of any new new aspects of the conference this year. Yeah, definitely. For, for anyone who's attended our uh, virtual Square conference in 2020, the first thing to mention is all the sessions are available to watch on healthquiz.live. So you can um, check out, see see a bit of what, what to expect in July. But um, the experience is immersive. Yes, yes, you're in front of a screen, but um, you you really do get to interact in the sessions, um, be it on the Inspire stage, if you're in the Discover Hub, the Apply Hub, the AHP Live stage, the Support Hub, you'll be able to interact with our speakers through... Um, interactive tools, uh, polling, question answers, um, chat functions. We really integrate that experience on the platform. It's simple to use. Also, um, you, you, you get to explore the exhibition. You'll see a virtual reality booth. You'll also, um, we have a waiting room and it's really themed around um, our hospital setting. Um, and um, the waiting room is um, an area where you can go and ask for us additional advice and um, some of the speakers from their sessions will break out into there as well um, for you to have one-to-one questions. Also, we have an exciting um, end to the day. We have the Reflections Disco, which is a unique way and an immersive experience um, to really, for you, for the attendees and also the speakers and all our partners to sit back and really reflect that what did you what did you find out from the day, what was useful and taking the learnings forward and into your um, next step into your application process and it is it is um, an overall um, exciting journey and there's lots of interaction on the day it may seem long nine nine till six but you can dip in dip out from the sessions as you as you sign up uh, when you register for the conference you'll get lots of easy tools to use um, how to access the platform how to be able to make use of the features on the day you'll get a, a welcome pack um, which is um curated with um, the Health Careers Live programming team and our ambassadors. And um, it's um, a really enjoyable day. Amazing. I mean, it, it honestly is is such a, a great platform that you guys have put together. And I think it's such a good opportunity, as we've discussed, for, for students to really see um, what potential options are are available to them and also have such a variety of, of um, areas that they, they can look at throughout the day. I know that we're really, really excited to be involved and I know that our, our five ambassadors um, are all excited to be involved in, in certain ways as well. So we're really grateful to you guys for um, for having us as well and also very grateful for you guys for joining us today. It's been great to, to, to be part of this to, and uh, I just wanted to share that uh, as healthcare professionals and students ourselves, it's um, really important that the patient voice is represented too and we're really excited that virtually we've been able to capture the lived experience of of, of those and, sh- and share that uh, with attendees and we're really looking forward to another another session as part of the discover hub where we'll have a patient journey being shared alongside the the mdt coming around that and looking at the different perspectives on that so uh yeah um really looking forward to it and excited to to hear you speak in july I also forgot to add one thing, um, which is um, uh, on on the Inspire stage. It's not just a virtual stage, as uh, we make use of a whole uh, hybrid studio. 
and uh, which is streamed onto the platform. So it's really exciting to be part of as well. Um, and it's an engaging and immersive experience that um, the attendees will get to see as well. Not putting you guys on the spot or anything, but I'm going to ask you first, Magna, what are you looking most looking forward to on the day of the conference? Oh, good question. I really enjoyed just talking to all the attendees and finding out what they're interested in and just hearing why they want to get into healthcare, really, because it's been a few years for me now. So it's kind of nice to see a different perspective. <laughs> and how about you, George? I suppose, firstly, I'm looking forward to actually meeting people in person <laughs> because last year was virtual as well when I spoke and when I was helping with the National Health Careers Conference last November. I haven't actually met uh, Magna Raj mm-hmm. or Sunny or anyone from the organisation in place yet. So that'd be great. But I'm looking forward to ultimately sort of blurring the lines between the people attending the conference and, and us and the mm-hmm. professionals and we can learn as much from them as they can learn from us. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see see what it's like in a few years as, as it sort of affects the next generation of healthcare professionals. And how about you, Sunny? What are you most looking forward to on the day? Uh, looking forward to um, the 100 plus speakers. Um, it's going to be an amazing um, collaboration of, of um, speakers coming together. I'm not from a healthcare background myself. And what's so exciting is to see the attendees that come to the conference, what they, what they take away from the day. It's um, inspiring to see the future of um, health of healthcare um, being inspired. I mean, also, even if they're even if they're looking to go, not looking to go into healthcare, the fact that this conference is there for them to look at opportunities is amazing. I guess what's I guess what's really important is looking back on uh, twenty twenty, where we had over three point six million impressions on Twitter alone with the with the hashtag, which for this year is VHCC twenty twenty one. Looking forward to our partners, Health Education England, the General Medical Council, the Allied Health Professions becoming a doctor, ICGRX, uh, alongside all the universities, the world colleges, and our speakers who are there for the attendees um, is really exciting. And to deliver such a project, which we, we have anticipated over 3,000 attendees uh, from over 101 countries that attended last year is amazing. And for, for the Virtual Careers Conference to be recognised as uh, winners of the NHS Parliamentary Awards for the Northwest for the Health Inequalities, makes it even more exciting um, to be delivering this rewarding program to to attendees from um, school, college and um, mature students. Um, it's, it's exciting to be part of. I'm really looking forward to meeting all of you um, on the day on the 10th of July. And do sign up at healthcareers.live. Thank you. And how about you, Raj? Yeah, just really looking, to, looking forward to seeing it all come together. Um, it takes a number of months to plan something uh, like this, and it's only through, you know, the the long hours spent by all, all the team, you know, really bringing all that creativity, um, but also recognizing that actually it's not just about one profession. There are so many different careers in the NHS and in and, and in healthcare, be they clinical or, or non-clinical. And actually, how we work in the NHS, you know, bringing the bringing everyone together to support patient care, doing something very similar at the conference um, with all the professions coming together to support one another uh, and to showcase the diversity of the NHS. Really thankful to Carrie, Beverly, who've been instrumental in, in, in supporting us, particularly in, in, in shining a spotlight on the, 
on the contributions of the allied health professions which of course is a third largest workforce in the nhs and um also want to uh, thank them for introducing them to yourselves joe and anna and allowing them to to have you bring your your energy to the program and to inspire so many thousands looking forward to another amazing day and uh, see you on the 10th of july i'll be following your tweets at hashtag vhcc 2021 um, and don't forget to sign up at Live. we'll see you there So this year at Health Careers Live, we are hosting a Q&A panel with our On The Frontline ambassadors, similar to the style of these podcasts. Yes, we are. Um, unfortunately, not all of our ambassadors will be able to join us on the day, but luckily we have one of them right here to answer a few questions for us. Lexi, do you mind introducing yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Lexi. Um, I'm a second year Uni of Brighton physiotherapy student. Lovely. Yeah, so Lexi's been one of our ambassadors for the last um, six months. Um, it's been really helpful in terms of spreading the word about the, how great AHPs are and the great work that they're doing within the patient pathway. But we thought it'd be really good to get to know Lexi a little bit better by asking her some questions about how she got into her profession. All right, so let's crack on. So Lexi, our first question for you is, how did you first hear about becoming a physiotherapist? Um, I first heard about becoming a physiotherapist because I did an apprenticeship um, through the gov.uk website to become a physio assistant. And I did that for a year. Um, and then I became a physio assistant and I saw the work that the physios did. So I thought I'd like to do that. And I went ahead and went to uni. Nice. And what was it about, particularly about physiotherapy that that drew you into wanting to study it? I think seeing like such a wide range of like specialities that you can go into, like there's so much to it and it's such like a broad range of things you can do. Um, and I just really like the idea that like every day is different. Like you don't do the same thing every day. You see lots of patients and it's very like face-to-face -face contact with people. So I love talking to people. So it's really nice to like be able to communicate with loads of different people and see lots of different things every day. And did you, before you became a tech, did you have to do any work experience? Um, before I became a tech, no, I was in a completely different field, actually. Um, and I did no work experience. And it was one of my first times, like, in a hospital. Um, never really been in a hospital before. So it was all quite a new sort of thing to me. But my mum's a nurse. So when I went into it, I sort of knew what the hospital would be like. And from the moment I went, really, I really enjoyed it. Did you get the opportunity to work in different areas um, as a tech or were you sort of based in, in one department? Yeah, so I got, um, I was initially placed into a department of elderly medicine ward um, and I worked in there quite a bit but I did days where I went on to like ortho teams, um, rescue teams, I got to see a little bit of everything which was really nice because it sort of showed me what I could do as a physio and a bit like if you went into a rotational sort of job the different areas that I could work in so that was good but I didn't do any outpatient work so um, on my placement recently I've done some outpatient work so it's been quite nice to see the difference between outpatient and inpatient. So next question is what are you most looking forward to about qualifying as a physio? Um, finding my feet within what I want to be in I think everybody sort of goes to uni with an idea of the 
actual speciality they want to go into like a lot of people like I want to be a neurophysio I want to do this I want to do that and I've never really had that so I think hopefully when I qualify I'll be confident in what I really want to do and exactly where I want to be Um, and also just getting experience like getting experience as a band five meeting lots of new people um, because I don't know where I want to work yet so I think it'll be exciting to finally be out there as band five hopefully. (laughs) I think you say that, but actually a load of a load of people who go to uni thinking they know exactly what they want to do when they qualify, then go and get experience as as a student or as a band five and decide that actually they really don't like that and they want to do something completely different. That's definitely what yeah. I did. I don't know about, about you, Anna. I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, I think I spent ages trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I ended up going around doing different placements and being like, oh, I quite like this one oh I quite like this one too oh maybe no maybe this one and actually it's it's okay to not necessarily even when you qualify it's okay to not necessarily know where you want to specialize in I think that's the 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 luxury of qualifying as a physiotherapist as you said there's so many different areas and you get the opportunity to explore it all so yeah don't necessarily feel like you have to like what I say like pigeonhole yourself there's plenty of opportunities to do lots of different areas and what do you think at the moment it's been it's quite been a difficult year in a bit um to say the least obviously with everything that's been happening with the pandemic and how has it been being a student within this time especially particularly a physiotherapy student um i think it's had its pros and cons um i think there's been as many pros as there has been cons which people are surprised to hear and that the cons was that I wasn't at uni like a lot as much face-to-face I probably should have had like a lot of it was online so it's harder to do it online and it's definitely harder to like keep your motivation up when stuff's online um but the positives of it are like um I think we've got to see how the NHS sort of changes within like a crisis and how well it sort of works as a team Um, because everyone's got to come together to work and also for someone like me I commuted to uni so it actually gave me more time to do work and stuff rather than commuting all the way to uni and back so I like to look at the positive side of it as much as the negative I didn't get as much face-to-face it was a lot of stress yeah I think it was good to see especially like in the hospital um, how everyone worked was just amazing and how everybody like pulled together was really good I think there have been so many changes in in the way we do things definitely this year. And I think actually probably having lots of um, students coming in through through the courses who were probably a lot more tech savvy than than the rest of us and a lot of the existing staff in the NHS is actually a, a massive pro as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it changed quite a lot for you? For us? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah to say the least I think I've really felt because because of the how much of a change it was for us as clinicians having worked and been qualified for however long um I I really felt for you students because we we took on students during the pandemic as well and just usually as a student anyway you have to be flexible there's just that given you don't know what your area you're going to go into you kind of just have to to deal with whatever's kind of put in front of you and, and adapt but that kind of took it onto a different level in the pandemic having to learn to 
do virtual calls but also us in terms of as educators helping to mark you or how helping you to supervise you we were learning at the same time as you were so trying to make sure that you guys got the best learning experience that you could I think that was um it could be quite difficult at times and I think we wanted to make sure that you got as much experience as you could that was relevant um but actually at the time everything that was happening with with regards to the changes that were happening was relevant because when you qualify you're going to have to deal with all of that like you said yeah I think also like I've only done one placement but I know that um we were very open to the fact that for your educators it's really hard as well because I mean everyone's had a stressful like two years it is really hard and I think it's understanding that you as educators are also balancing like us following you around all day as well as like trying to do your job like there's a lot going on so I think it's just really good how everyone how it works and how everyone just gets on with it everyone's always smiling about it still (laughs) we try (laughs) (laughs) do you have any top tips for aspiring physiotherapy students or people thinking about going on to the core Oh, I think the one thing I would probably say to you is um, first-hand experience is one of the best things that you can get. So if you can go into a hospital and volunteer or if you can do like an assistant job or anything where you can get a bit of an idea of what the job entails um, will help you massively. And just getting that sort of interaction, patient interaction, um, because I think it sort of stands you in good stead for your university it also stands you in good stead for your application um talking about it and that will help you get into uni but I think it's good to see the job that you're going into before you're going into it because I have a few um fellow students who some of them have never been in a hospital before which isn't which isn't a drawback like you can do it perfectly fine but I think it's good to be able to understand what you're going into get an idea for a ward setting because a ward setting is quite a weird thing if you've never been in one before um and I know that definitely helped me and made me feel more confident with my course how did you find the application process getting onto the course so um I didn't actually necessarily have the correct a levels that were stated in the application form Um, I did have A-levels, but they were in completely unrelated subjects. So I was a bit of an anomaly as such. Um, But because of my apprenticeship, I think my apprenticeship helped. And when I went to interview, they sort of asked me about like my science and things. Um, So it was all right. And Brighton Uni is amazing. And they like talked to me about um, courses that would be good to do alongside, sort of look into. But yeah, I think it was... I think one that moment that I got told I was in, oh wow, it was really exciting. Oh, thank you so much, Lexi. I think that's a, a real snapshot into kind of the the whole process of looking into becoming a physio. But I think everything you said is so true, and I think Joe and I can really relate to our experiences when we were applying and um, doing our placements and things. So I think everything you said is going to be very valuable to any person who's thinking of joining. So thank you very much. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to this special edition of AHP's Off The Record. If you can, take a look at our episode description for more details and social media links for the Health Careers live team and for ourselves. 
There is still time to register. You can do this for free at healthcareers.live for either the Aspiring Focus Conference on the 10th of July or Current Focus Conference on the 11th of July. If you're listening to this after the conference, then there are plenty of videos from this year and the previous year's conference on their website and YouTube page. So with that being said, we look forward to seeing you at Health Careers Live and stay tuned for more AHPs off the record podcasts. Bye.